Hello, I'm Rhiannon. You're listening to Global Questions, the podcast breaking down international news and politics. Today, another one of our monthly Trailblazer episodes, where we chat with young professionals about their global careers. Cyber was something that I didn't know a lot on, but I want, I want to try something different. And because of that, I'm actually now in a place where I'm doing something that I really enjoy, didn't think I would necessarily enjoy, and I see a lot of value in it. My guest today is Bronte Munro. Bronte is a university student completing her Master of Cybersecurity at Macquarie University. Outside of this, she's the Cyber and Technology Fellow at the Young Australians in International Affairs. She also interns as a research officer at Talos Australia. And if this isn't enough of a resume, Bronte also contributes to the Young Diplomat Society as a writer. Bronte tells me about becoming engaged in cybersecurity and technology, how to think critically about the world around us, and tips on how to turn an interest in international affairs into practical experience as a researcher and published writer. I'm super excited to be joined by Bronte Munro. Bronte, welcome. Hi, thanks for having me today. To kick us off, are you able just to tell us a bit about who you are, what you currently do, and how you came to be engaged and interested in international relations? Yeah, for sure. Um, I did an undergrad at Sydney in International and Global Studies, and I majored in European Studies and International Business. And from there, I now have picked up a master's in cybersecurity analysis at Macquarie, and I'm currently doing that alongside interning with the National Security Director at Talos Australia. So I'm doing independent research with him into security convergence, which we're currently um, building report around, um, which is going through the process of peer review for publication. Um, and alongside that, I'm also the Cyber and Technology Fellow with Young Australians in International Affairs. So I write monthly articles for them. And yeah, apart from that, I also work in a bookshop. So that keeps me going on the side. But yeah, and in terms of how I got involved with it, I've always been interested in international affairs. I enjoy writing a lot. So coming out of high school, it was more, okay, what's a degree where I get to write and think critically. And um, I didn't necessarily want to study history and English, which is what I did a lot of at high school. Um, so I picked up international affairs and loved it and then kind of fell into the cybersecurity side of things towards the end of my degree after doing a policy report on it. And um, yeah, then I switched my master's over to that and that's where I am now. So you are the Cyber and Technology Fellow at the Young Australians in International Affairs. Can you tell us a bit about that and how you got involved with that organisation? Yeah, so I applied for it midway through my master's. Um, so it's a six-month stint. So I started in July this year and it came about because I started writing for um, the Young Diplomat Society um, and it was just I was writing articles here and there and then um, one of the editors who was editing one of my pieces um, I connected with her on LinkedIn and saw that she was the fellow with Young Australians. Okay, that's that's pretty cool. So I looked into it more and realised that it was something that I could apply for. Um, and the cyber and technology opening was something that I really looked forward to um, getting involved in more. And I enjoyed looking at how that intersects with policy. Um, so yeah, I just applied for that and um, got it. And I'm yeah currently writing the second last article at the moment and finishing up in December. Incredible. And you're still at university, currently completing your master's at Macquarie University. 
Can you speak a bit more to how you came to be interested in cybersecurity? Was it an experience through undergrad, your extracurricular activities, or I suppose uh, even the current international climate, which has shifted to be a much more globalised and technology and security based um, in recent decades? What kind of sparked that interest in cybersecurity? Yeah, for sure. So it was during the last semester of my undergrad, like obviously um, the world we live in, cyber is becoming more and more of an issue and it's something that not necessarily everyone understands. And um, I had to write a policy report for a unit I was doing on US foreign policy and there was like three pages of topics I could pick from and cyber was on the last page and I kind of picked it just because I wanted something different. It was a bit challenging. I knew nothing about it. It scared me a bit, but I was like, you know what, why not give this a go? It's something I don't know a lot on and going forward, it's only going to be something we need to know more about. Um, So I picked that topic and worked on the policy report and it actually got picked up by the US Consul General. So it was on how um, COVID-19 impacted US cyber security. Um, So that report was sent over to the um, US Embassy and I got given an award for it and got to brief her on um, the report I wrote and the findings. And so from there I went, oh, okay, this is actually pretty interesting. And I'd actually been accepted into a Master's of Security and Strategic Studies at that point. And then that was when I decided to switch over to cybersecurity analysis, which has a bit more of a IT focus, not necessarily just policy, but it is that like overlap where it's like the tech meets the the thinking. So I swapped over and have been doing it ever since and really enjoyed it. Now, most of our listeners are young people, whether that be university students or young professionals. Do you have any advice for a young university student who's starting out in the world of international affairs or cybersecurity? Yeah, I think one of the best bits of advice I got given was you need to get your name out there and start writing, particularly in this space. Um, So, you know, start thinking critically and the best way to do that is look for opportunities where you can be published. I found that that's really what's got me not only to engage in the space more and make really valuable connections, but also help me actually understand what I'm learning and how it's applicable to the world rather than just writing essays in a classroom sort of setting. So yeah, start writing and just give it a go. It's hard at first, but the more you do it, the easier it gets and the more you come to enjoy it and pick the topics that challenge you. Like, as I mentioned before, cyber was something that I didn't know a lot on, but I won't I I want to try something different and because of that I'm actually now in a place where I'm doing something that I really enjoy, didn't think I would necessarily enjoy and I see a lot of value in it. Absolutely, that's some great advice. And kind of now looking back on your academic and professional career, are there any big lessons that you've learnt? I think the more effort you put in, the more you get out of it. So when I started with my undergrad, I was probably a bit burnt out from high school. I was doing a lot of extracurricular stuff working overseas, but I wasn't necessarily focusing on my actual studies. And I found that I came back from two years. I took an actual break midway through my undergrad um, and came and finished the last year of it um, just when COVID hit before going on to my master's. And the difference in the effort I put in really changed what I got out of it. So I think at uni, there's a tendency to be a bit overwhelmed by what everyone else is doing. And everyone always seems to be ahead. And there's always someone who's more engaged or seems to have more a bit of a clue about what's going on with their um, career progression. But at the end of the day, if you put the effort in, you'll get a lot more out of it. And, you know, the more effort you put into just even the assessments, opportunities start to come out and the more you enjoy it, the more you engage with it. And um, yeah, the more you feel like you're going to go places. 
And you're currently interning as a research offer at Thales Australia. How did you get into that area and was there anything that kind of sparked your interest specifically in the research side of things? Yeah, so as I mentioned, I started off in a Master's of Security and Strategic Studies before swapping over to cybersecurity. Um, And one of the units offered in both those Master's degrees at Macquarie is an internship unit. So I actually undertook it through the university. So it was the same as applying for a job. I had to go through the whole interview process with the university side before they placed me at Talos. And um, the research side of it was something that I was definitely interested in prior to that, like, you know, been thinking about PhDs, whether or not I go into academia or whether or not I go out into the private sector. Um, But this was a good opportunity where it overlapped. And it was, I didn't necessarily know it was going to be as heavily research based when I took the role, but um, it's definitely worked out to be a very independent research position, a lot of industry engagement as well. And yeah, that's how I got into that one. I suppose like many of us young people, specifically those who are at university, finishing uni and starting out in the professional world and thinking about our future is a very pressing topic. Do you have any idea what you want to do after your master's or where you see yourself in the next few years? I think definitely staying in the cyber sort of space is something I'd be looking to do. I've been looking into a lot of roles in terms of cyber threat analysis. So looking at how intelligence research overlaps with the tech side of things. Um, I see that as a good overlap. So hopefully working somewhere where it's yeah, intelligence meets cyber would be a, an ideal position to be. And I still like the policy side. I like the strategic thinking side of things. So finding a role that definitely has both of those involved in it would be something I'd be looking to do. I suppose that brings us to my last kind of question. We like to ask each of our guests for the Trailblazer episodes if there's something that you've read or watched or listened to that's had a big impact on you and your career thus far. I think recently I actually read something which really made me want to keep going in what I'm doing and it was a book by Ben McIntyre called Agent Sonia and it's a history book but it's about a communist Jewish spy from Berlin in World War II and she was completely overlooked because she was female, she was a mother and she was working in a man's world um, for Soviet intelligence and I really enjoyed it just on the basis that no matter where you are there's always going to be challenges that are thrown at you and it's always going to be difficult to find that balance between life and professional career and yeah I, I thought it was just something that definitely made me want to keep going in what I'm doing just because of what she overcame. It's like, okay, no, people can do it in a lot worse circumstances. If you just work hard, everything will come together in the end. It sounds super interesting. I'll definitely uh, link that book in the episode description. So Bronte, thank you so much for chatting with me today. It's been very interesting and engaging and there's lots of advice that our listenership can take away from our discussion If any of our listeners want to know more, read some of your work perhaps, or get in touch with you, what's the best way for them to do that? Definitely just reach out to me on LinkedIn. Yeah, LinkedIn's a good place just to start building up um, a professional network as well. And you mentioned that you've written a fair bit. Where can we see some of your work that you've written? A lot of the recent stuff I've done is on the Young Australians and International Affairs website. So it's under um, my fellowship tab there. Um, If not, it's also all linked through my LinkedIn publications page. I've also done some bits with the Young Diplomat Society. So it's there in their publication on their website too. Amazing. Bronte, thank you so much for joining me today. No worries. Thanks for having me. 
That's all for this Trailblazer episode. We'll be back with another instalment on the first Thursday of next month. In the meantime, follow us on Instagram and check out our website. Links are in the episode description. We'll see you next week.